It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it's uh, welcome back to the Round the Boards of Speedway podcast. Uh, joining me as usual this evening, I've got Kane Watt with me, and uh, delighted to say, I've also got the SC Speedway Challenge two-time British champion now, Rob Ludlow. Oh God, you just told everybody I'm sad enough to play a game for long enough to get that. Cheers. Well, but I mean, yes, we're all. I mean, all three of us play it. For those that well, know, yeah. all, three, well, I mean... all three of us play on the game. Um, for those that don't know, this is a this is an app um, you can get for your Android, Google. Whatever, and uh, Rob's mastered it pretty much, and he's now two well, times not the new champion. one. We won't talk about the new one. No, well, we I won't talk about the new one. But the new old one's one. all. Don't get I'm that one. Just him. get the twenty-two version, guys. Don't. don't <laughs> I'm, get I'm, be- I'm beating him on the new version, so he's struggling now. Yeah, we might call it quits after tonight. I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well done, Rob. Um, we'll get back to real life speed, right? On yeah. the on the show this evening. Um, Delighted to say we've got another fantastic guest lined up tonight. Uh, Lee Complin's going to be joining us on the show a little bit later on. Um, and this week we'll also be talking about um, the upcoming meetings this week as the Premiership uh, starts. Uh, we've got the Peter Craven Memorial at Bellevue tomorrow evening. Um, the Ben Fund Bonanza will be taking place at Kings Lynn on Saturday. And we've also got Sam Masters' testimonial at Wolverhampton um, on Sunday. Um, but where we're going to begin this evening um, and... Some really unfortunate news for Stuart Robson. The Speedway season was due to begin at Redcar this afternoon. Um, Everything was in place for his uh, farewell meeting. Um, Riders were there. Medical staff was there. Food was there. People were queuing to get in. But unfortunately, for the fourth time, it had to have been postponed due to unfit track conditions, which was caused by some overnight rain. Came really disappointing for Stuart. Yeah, really. I mean, I think it's his fourth time now, so it's... Once is bad enough. Four times, it's maybe maybe you start thinking someone's got it out for you or something. But like, yeah, it's 
it's a shame. Um, obviously, we know how hard they've worked. Um, I know they put a video up yesterday saying that uh, I can't remember which swells it is the one that does the track at Redcar. Um, you yeah, know, he's been Jonathan putting hours Charles. and hours and hours into it just to try and get it on, and it's a shame as well because it was a really good field. Um, I'm sure that most of them will return. I might we might struggle if it's like later in the season to get the likes of Lingren in, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think um, he was saying earlier um, it was his decision to call the meeting off in the end. He, he put himself in the position of a rider and said he wouldn't want to ride on it. Um, I know that the the charity bikeathon that um, Gavin uh, spoke about last week had to be cancelled as well due to the state of the track. But Rob, I sense with what's happened now that the field will be slightly different when this gets rearranged the schedules are going to be so tight that he's going to struggle to get such a top quality field together again yeah you you hope it won't be the case but um as we as we do sort of find if if these sort of meetings are rescheduled for later on in the year um especially with sort of testimonials and farewell meetings the sort of the the bigger names may not um run it it's better might be better off waiting until the very end of the season, possibly. But then, obviously, you've got the the danger of of rain offs because you know certain riders you know riders may not want to get injured right in the middle of the season racing in a in a farewell meeting. Um, so you know, with the likes of you know, obviously Lingren's in the in the Grand Prix this season. If they did it mid season, I'm not sure he'd be too too keen to risk it in case for in 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 case of the Grand Prix. But um, you hope that the majority of the field will be there um, if they do reschedule it for later on in the season or at the end of the season. Yeah, hopefully, um, we um, we hopefully the meeting does take place eventually this year, um, and hopefully it gets a similar looking field to what should have been in place today. But we move on, um, to what will now be the the season open opener. Um, I don't know, are any of you two boys going to Bellevue tomorrow evening? Yes, I am planning to, assuming that it's not rained off. Well, I am yeah. because I, mean, I have someone else's ticket and they live in Manchester, so I've got to go. If it rains, I'll do dig it. Oh dear. Good. I mean, well, I think we all hope that it doesn't rain because outside of the Grand Prix, this is one of the, the best fields that you'll see in the mm. UK, I think, for an individual meeting. Absolutely. Can't wait to see Palms off Even last year, was, last year was pretty good, but for me, this one trumps it. Some yeah, of the names absolutely. on show. And, and it's obviously hard to those, winner, but we're going to have that, to. That <laughs> five-man semi-final and then the six-man final is, is, quite, a, is quite a watch. So... Um, It'd be interesting to see how. Uh, sorry, I'm about to say Nicky Pedersen's in it, and for some reason my mind's gone blank. He is in, isn't he? Yeah, he is in it. Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm thoroughly enjoying. I, I I want him to get to the final to see what he's like in a six rider race. Knocks all five off. Yeah, hey. just not... <laughs> sorry, can't Maybe get Brandon... beat if everybody else is on the deck. Well, I can I can confirm I have got Charles Wright in the sweepstakes, so I'm going to need something special to win some money tomorrow. You're going to need some luck, in you? Yeah. Um, reigning champion Michael Palm Toft is coming back and he's going to do well to retain his title but yeah. I don't think anyone predicted that he would have won it last year but um, unfortunately for us three um, we have to predict a winner Are we doing that now because or are that... we just saying we've got to do it? No, we're, we're throwing that in now because this is our meeting of the week um, the Peter Craven Memorial um, so let's go for it um, oh, Who should we go for first? I'm going to go with Kane first because he's alphabetically first. Can't believe you've done that. I'm, um, I'm very happy you've done that. I'm not. You know what? Um, where's he at? There he is. Um, is he there? Is he there? He is there. Okay. Um, 
I was him and him for who you you know I know you were wondering there's many hymns in here there's actually there's 18 of them they're all I mean I I could I can guess who you're going to say I was I was going to say Lambert I was going to say Bewley I wasn't going to say Blood On but I'm going to you're going to go Jason Doyle aren't you no I did that last year I think unbelievable scenes I'm actually going to go for the man we've just been talking about, Nicky Pedersen. I'm going to go for Nicky Pedersen. Ooh. You did go Jason Doyle last year, actually. Yeah, I, I remember. I was looking at last year's as well, but you're going you know Nicky go for last year out of curiosity. Uh, Max Frick. Oh. Okay. Should we go for him again? No. I'm, no. I almost called you a bad word then. <laughs> right, we're going We're going Nicky Pedersen in for Kane. I'll go next. Just because no one else will finish. <laughs> I'm gonna go for Chris. Oh. No, I'm not. No, no. Um, I, I'm gonna. Uh... If well, I went, I'd, I'd um... almost give. I would give you a tenner to say Casper's out. I would take that tenner to say Casper's I'm tempted to say Bewley because I think he might win. I said him last year. That's that's usually what predictions are. You'd say who won. Yeah. You think will win. So, is that you saying Dan Bewley? No, I'm gonna say. The person that you originally said, I'm going to say Robert Lambert. Ooh. Well, actually, the person yeah. I originally said was Jason Doyle, so you've picked him now. No, no I'm, I've gone Lambert. He's got, he rode well at Bellevue last year in the two meetings he rode. Did he ride two at Bellevue? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. So are we talking so, about Lambert? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do many. But that's was he not in this so, meeting last season? Mm. I don't think he was. I have a memory of him being there, but mm. I, mm. I don't remember question. him being there. I, can't, I don't remember him being there. He might well, have been there, actually. If you guys you fill know it what? in, I'll go search. Go search, and we'll come to Rob for his prediction. See if he goes Frick or... I'm not, I'm not going to go Frick. Zagar is, is looking at me, and so is Lindgren, and so is obviously Jason Doyle, but... We've got Pedersen and Lambert. The only other obvious one would be Beauty, but I really want to pick Jason Dore. Oh. Oh. I can confirm he was there. Ooh. I thought he was, actually. He only got seven. He was there. Mm. Oh. All right, I'm going to go Beauty. I'll go Beauty. Sorry, sorry, Jason Dore. I like really want, it. I, I want you to win it, but I've I got to use I want you to win it, but I don't think you will. So... <laughs> Use my thinking cap here. So we okay, we've got our predictions there. What we are going to do is we're now taking into account the English weather, and we're putting I like a, weather. A, we're putting the reserve um, replacement in. So, in the eventuality that the Peter Craven Memorial is postponed, we are going to be using the Ben Fund Bonanza as a backup. However, so the Ben Fund, there's some news about that, isn't there? Yeah, it's, it's from what I've heard today, uh, Lynn's press and practice has been cancelled this week due to the state of the track. Um, and with the weather that's happening, um, we might not even see the Ben Fund this week. But so we have a reserve we replacement, the reserve replacement, which it no, we don't. Well, we'll just we'll just go for the two, and if we miss out, it's just plain unlucky. It's funny, isn't it? But we should uh, looking ahead to the meeting at Kings Lynn on Saturday, and I've got some special news about this actually. Oh, but I'll just. I'll just run through the lineup. Um, we've got Freddie Lingren, Simon Lambert, Danny King, Connor Mountain, 
Lewis Kerr, Michael Palm Toft, Steve Worrell, Charles Wright, Tom Brennan, Carl Howarth, Richie Worrell, Ben Barker, Jakob Thorsell, Paul Stark, Justin Sedgman, and a and a Christoph Kasprazak TBC. Subject to finding confirmation. Is that uh, why? Why is he a TBC? Is that is... I, 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 I don't know. I th- I'm pretty certain they've asked him. Um, whether they're just waiting for a response, I don't know. I, I, I mean, they've I mean, they named him in the lineup on the website. You, you would have assumed that he's, and it says Bonanza lineup complete. Like, I'd, I'd yeah, be surprised if he hasn't said yes at that point. But well, he's got subject to the final confirmation, whatever this is, I don't know. But we shall, we shall see. But um, Rob, we'll come to you first then on who you think will win the Bonanza on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to go Freddie Lindgren. It's not a bad shape, to be fair. Looking at the lineup, he is the standout rider there, and you've let, let me go first, which I think was probably a poor decision. You could have let me well, go first went, again. You went last the first time, so I'll let Kane go second this time. I wanted to pick. I wanted to pick Lingren, but I don't want to be boring now. He'd be boring. Uh, pick Simon Lambert. Yeah, go on then. No. Oh yeah. Um, I will pick. I'm looking at Torshell, but I'm not entirely sold on it. I want to say Kasperzak, but also that TBC scares me. So <laughs> it's probably not do that. And then I just see Lingren and, without trying to be really mean, the rest. So <laughs> to spice things up a little. I'll go Torshell. Nice one. I mean, it's only the the first slash second slash third prediction, so we've got plenty of time to make up that one point when Lingwin does win. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm tempted. I am also tempted to go with Kasprazak just for the giggles. Do it. I think he'll do all right if he's there. He's not when you pick him and he's not there. Now, I'm, that's what worries me. If I knew he was definitely there, I'd pick him. But I'm going to give Michael you like Palm a top. second chance if you can pick someone else if he's not there. Will you give me that? No, I'm going to go Palm Toft anyway. I, I tell you what, I was going to say. I was going to say if you pick Kasperzak and he doesn't turn tell up, you what, you're automatically getting his replacement. Tell you what, that is. I'll pick Kasperzak if I could have Tarshell if Kasperzak is there. Are we allowing this, Rob? Oh, I see. I mean, I don't think Torshell's going to win it anyway, but I like, I personally, not to blow me on trumpet here, but I quite like my idea that if you pick Kasperzak and he doesn't turn up, you get his replacement. You know, before when I said that I like you, yeah, I've sort of had a change of heart. <laughs> I, I agree with him. I, Come I on. think if you take the, the risk podcast. of Kasperzak, you know what, fine, Kasperzak. Take the risk anyway. Take the risk anyway. Kasperzak. There we go. Kasperzak. And then whoever the replacement is. Ladies and gentlemen, the replacement for Christoph Kasperzak, Bartosz Maslik. That's what I'm hoping. But in reality, it's probably going to be working in his favour, Elliot Kelly. Yeah, that's more, or Jody Scott. Someone local. In all fairness, if it was Maslik instead of Kasperzak as the replacement, I would sack off the football next Saturday and go to the Bem Fund. Should have sacked it off this week. Wait. No, I should have just sacked it off a long time ago, to be honest, mate. Let's not get into uh, that. It was a penalty. His shirt was pulled off. It was a penalty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the the Ben from Fernandez takes 
takes place at Kings Lynn on Saturday evening at 5pm. And I've got some more exciting news. Full of it today, So, um, Yeah, full of exciting news. So we have a competition currently going on, which we will talk about a little bit towards the end of the show, uh, just to keep it fresh in the memories. But having spoken with um, first Jan Steckman, who is a trustee of the um, Speedway Riders Benevolent Fund, I've got the contact details for Paul Ackroyd, who is the chairman. And all being well, on Saturday, I will be presenting them a cheque um, with our donation to the Speedway Riders Benevolent Fund, which will be of £150, um, um, and get some uh, pictures for our social media. So, need to have a little bit of a trim up, get the old makeup on. Yeah, I mean, have you still got that beard? Yeah, I have still got the beard. Ooh. Are you going to get rid of the said either. beard, or are you going to just trim said the- beard? I'll just trim. There's nothing coming off said beard. Ooh. It's not all coming off. No chance. Go on. When, I just say, why don't you trim your beard for a donation? Do that as well. No, just shave it I off can't do and it. I'll, I'll double the price. I can't even do that. I, it's taken this long to grow it. I cannot take it Ladies off. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how much he does not like this podcast. And mm. you. But, all good. <laughs> so, I... <laughs> Moving on quickly because the beard's not coming off. The uh, mm. hopefully the presentation will take place on Saturday at the meeting. So um, good for us. A little bit of exposure for us. Mm. I don't know if people want to see my ugly mug, but you will do. Um, but we'll talk about the um, competition a little bit later on because at the moment I am um, going to send an invite, invite, invite to Lee Complin, an invite um, to join us on the show. We can have a little bit of a chat with him. Um, Whilst we wait for him to join, we'll just move on to to the next part, um, which is we've got Sam Masters' testimonial coming up this week on Sunday as well at Wolverhampton. Um, he's got a few familiar friends in the lineup. Um, a lot of Australians in this lineup. We're not doing a, a a prediction on this one, so I'll just quickly run through who'll be riding in Sam Masters' testimonial uh, when I find it because I can't remember where I saw it. No, bear with me two seconds. Talk amongst yourselves. Feel free. Going well, mate. It's going well. Stevenage, man. Oh, I hate League Two. It's not a football podcast, Kane. I still hate League Two. Get on a different one. Okay. You've got to get. You've got to get over it. You need to get over it. All right. I can't. Keep talking. Worrying about it. I can't. I tell you what. Actually, I've got something to fill it. We've had it. I put it on the thing for the last three episodes on our schedule so I'm just going to do it while we're while we're talking about it because it's only 10 days away the biggest meeting of the season is oh, only yeah, 10 actually. days away Come guys. On. and all all respect to Steve Roll it's not his testimonial it is Oxford versus Swindon Are you sure it's not his testimonial no it's definitely not all right um so we've got the full Swindon team although at this point it was like 2 weeks ago when they announced it so most we, people we, have done it but it's just been on the schedule own... we just never got around to saying it just for my personal feeling, I want to say it. So Come the on. the winning team on the 29th winning of, uh, team. of March, yeah, Steve the winning Arnold. team <laughs> is uh, a shoot. Well, I think this is this is probably going to be the order, but this is my guess anyway. We'll so uh, Jason Doyle is returning to Swindon, wow. big captain. He's back. Uh, Anders Rowe is also there. Um, Troy Batchelor, who is currently not signed up for anybody, is he? No. Interesting, but he's signed up for us for one night only. So if you really oh. like Bachelor, get down to Oxford and have a watch. If you don't like Bachelor, I don't care because he's going to get loads of points and we're going to win. So 
he's probably going to be at number three. And then we've got Santa Claus himself, Klaus Vissing, is in the team. Uh, and then we've got Adam Ellis, who's probably going to be at, part, at number five. And then Sam Hagen and Jack Smith are the reserves, I would guess. Not a bad team. Oh, it's stonking team. If we were doing championship predictions, that, that wins it every every day of the week. Yeah. Well, um, what we'll do is we'll we'll move on to that. Well, well, you've done the lineups, Rob. We'll move on to the meeting itself a little bit later on because um, joining us on the show, um, he's just come into the studio with us. Uh, Lee Complin, how are we doing this evening, Lee? Not bad, thank you. Are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good to speak to you this evening. Uh, I know you've had a busy weekend, so um, we'll just uh, we'll just have a brief catch up with you and, and talk about your season coming up. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> You were due to due to begin your season today down at Redcar at uh, Stuart Robson's farewell, but unfortunately that had to be postponed due to the track conditions. Yeah, it was a shame. Obviously, it's fourth time looking; it's just not gone his way, has it? So, I mean, I think everyone's disappointed on behalf of him as well. Yeah, and it was. It, I mean, it's going to be a busy season for you, so it, it would have been nice to get some practice in. You obviously you had um, on. Um, Yesterday, I thought it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday you had your press and practice day over at Mildenhall as well. Yeah. How did that go? Uh, wet. <laughs> well, that is a surprise. Yeah, basically, got, I got down there and um, it, it was like it was wet, and um, all the lads were like coming and airing, obviously. And so they said, Oh, we better cancel it. Obviously, I, I didn't hear him say that, so I got my bike out, which the other lads did for the photos. So I started prepping my bike, ready to go out. Um, and they said, oh, you can't go out. I said, well, I'm here now. I'm, I'm going out. And they said, well, we've sent all the uh, paramedics away. I said, well, you better get one back, and yeah. So <laughs> luckily, the, uh, they got one back, and I did, you know, about 20, 30 starts and you know, a couple of first corners. And, yeah, it, it was good, nice and wet. Obviously, uh, one thing I wanted to touch on this evening um Myself, Kane and Rob spoke quite, um, I suppose I was more clinical than anyone else about Middles, uh, Middlesbrough, Mildenhall last season and, and the track conditions that they had. Um, you you guested for Mildenhall on a, on a few occasions and you rode down there. What did, what did you generally make of meetings and track conditions last season? Uh, what, what do you mean by track conditions in the sense of... Yeah, I know... Yeah, so like there was a lot of uh, incidents during meetings last year with crashes and injuries and riders pulling out. Um, but you always seem to be one that that seemed to adapt to the conditions. And you've just uh, mentioned in that bit there where you were ready to go out on track today. It, it, is that the type of rider that you are? Uh, yeah, it is because if you go to a track and 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 you look at it and you sack yourself out, you're not going to do very good, are you? So you need to look at the track and think, well, I'm going to attack it. But I went there with the Devils um, when we played against Millenall, and some of the lads were like, oh, wow, it's like a, a ploughed field. It isn't that. It's just because it's very clay-based, so basically it looks worse than it is, but it rides fantastic. If it, if it was bad, I, wasn't, I wouldn't be there this year. So I think yeah. them as well, the look of the track, it looks gnarly. It does, but it rides fantastic. It really does. I mean, it's a proper racer's track. I remember it from like years and years ago when I when I was there, and I've always liked it. I think it's like a miniature King's Lynn, really. You know, it's kind of like the same materials, it's similar shape, so you can get some good good racing. So I think just the young lads, inexperienced lads, 
kind of get psyched out. I mean, I remember Bellevue going there, I was guessing for Mildenhall against Bellevue. And there's quite a few of their lads who were like, right, not riding. Uh, they were saying they had injuries or doing this, doing that. But it were a good it were a good meeting. So I just think, like you say, inexperience and just psyching themselves out. Um, the, the, like I said, the track has always been, it's never been dangerous. It's always been bang on. And the people who have fallen off, they've either slid off or they've just caught too much drive coming off the, um, the start. So it's it's just like I say, inexperience in in my eyes. Yeah, and you go into Mildenhall this year. I just want to talk about. It. I'll come on to Glasgow in a minute. Yeah. Um, but while we're on to, on the subject of Mildenhall, because we're doing our predictions this evening, I I won't put you in a position where you have to predict what's going to happen. But your team on paper looks a really exciting team, and and in my my opinion, one to watch this season. What what do you make of the Mildenhall team for this season? Well, to be fair, uh, what they've done in such a short pa- uh, space of time, you know, with obviously not knowing if they're going to be running this year, I think it's been fantastic. So credit to the Millennial management and and, fee- and people like that. But the spectators down there are so behind the riders, and that's why I've, I've gone there. But the team they've got, I think, like you say, I think it's fantastic. Um, we've got good young lads wanting to ride. Alfie Botel, he's, he's a fantastic rider and that. I think we'll all gel and I think, you know, definitely do a job. Yeah, and definitely for me, one to watch. Um, I'm particularly interested. There was, a, there was a guy I saw, he had a really unfortunate crash during the uh, under-21 qualifier, and he broke his leg last year, William Richardson. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think he'll be, uh, certainly for someone on a, on a three-point average, he'll be someone to watch this season as well. And along with Aaron Butcher at reserve, uh, mm. another rider who I thought, who I thought performed really well for Oxford last year. Yeah, a top, a top three of you, Alfie and Ben Trigger as well, very exciting. And then Josh Warren uh, come on, and then a little bit of an unknown with George Congreve, um, who had limited experience at Newcastle, or again with yourself last year. So there's plenty of potential in that. In, team. in, in George's defence, he came over, and obviously the Newcastle track didn't suit a lot of riders and things, and he just couldn't get going. I mean. He's gone back to back home and he's been smashing the winds and smashing the air you know, down in the Isle of Wight and things. So I think George is going to be a bit of a, uh, you know, is it called like a wild card, like a, a trump card? Yeah. For, I, think he'll, I think he'll definitely do the job. Like I say, he's a very good rider when when he's um, everything's right. And like I say, he's got everything right this year and hopefully he's going to hit the ground running. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully so. And we look forward to, to seeing Milton Hall this season. And I, I did special mention to everyone involved at Mildenhall this season, although we we slated some of what was going on at Mildenhall last year. I have to say some of the things I've seen on social media, they're going about things the right way um, and hopefully they, they draw in the crowds um, because there's some very exciting riders there next year and it brings them some success. Yeah, I mean, you've got to... Yeah, sorry, go on, sorry, sorry, interrupting. So, yeah, right, go they, on. it's a race's track, so the spectators go there because they know it's a good track and a good racing track. I mean, the races that have been there, it's not like gate and go. You know, anything can happen there, which is which is exciting, isn't it? Um, but the spectators, I mean, when I was guesting there, they, they made me feel like I was a home rider, you know, like and that's what you need. And that's why they're so behind uh, Mildenhall um, as, as a club, which I think you need that, don't you? You know, to progress. Yeah, 
Oh, definitely. The the fans and, and everyone, the volunteers and everyone involved in the club are, are the, the beating heart, essentially. Yeah. As um, Gavin said at Redcar um, last week, uh, everyone behind the scenes that, that doesn't normally get a mention, those are the important cogs in the wheel, essentially. Yeah, well, that, that's what I said. I mean, um, I've even said, you know, the, these people who just come in off their own backs and their own time um, and do the, 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 the track and do the... Just, just in general, tidy up and things like that. I mean, they don't have to do that, do they? They're doing it for the love of the sport, and without them kind of people, we wouldn't be able to run. So yeah. I, I did mention that in my interview down there, and I even said to show my appreciation, I, I'd literally come in a couple of hours before it starts and help out and do things because we all, as a rider, we don't need to just turn up and do our job. We we need to like you know do do a bit of work behind the scenes as well. Yeah, oh, that's, that's that's brilliant to hear and very refreshing for a, for a rider to put himself forward for them services. So, well done to you, Lee. And moving moving ahead into the championship as well, you're you're going to be riding with Glasgow Tigers this year, um, uh, a team that I think all three of us actually last week, uh, yep, all three of us predicted Glasgow to top the table at the end of the season. So, no pressure on you and everyone at Glasgow, Lee. No, no, uh, no. Oh, again, but... you've you've got a really exciting team up at Glasgow as well. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, I, luckily, you know, um, Glasgow was interested in me, but it's one of them clubs where they've always been very professional and stuff. And obviously, with the Fasana family coming on board, I uh, had the boot camp there this weekend, and it opened my eyes up to the world of speedway because, no disrespect to any other team and stuff, but it's been you know quite just plodding along, doing this, doing that, but. They're so organised and so like wanting to win and wanting to do things for the speedway world as well, which which you need. You know what I mean? You didn't just turn up, ride, go home. You know, it, it isn't like that. And that's why we need British Speedway to get better because we're only losing clubs and that now, aren't we? I mean, there was a, yeah. a Facebook post on maybe a couple of days ago, back like you know, I don't know, fifteen years ago, how many clubs there were? Say like twenty, and then. Oh, so, so sorry, thirty, and then how many there is this year? It's like not even half. Yeah, it shows we need to do something to help these clubs, you know. And obviously, us riders, yes, we do need paying and and stuff, but we don't ask for too much because we know that obviously there's not much spectators coming in and things like that. So we need to help out in any way we can. Yeah, yeah, certainly so, and. I think we're looking at that Glasgow team. I think what attracts us most to it is um, obviously Chris Harris uh, at number one. Got some really exciting talents with Benjamin Basso, Tom Brennan, Marcin Novak there. Uh, Klaus Vissen, who we know goes really well um, at Glasgow. Um, and yourself and Ace Piper at reserve. But potentially two of the strongest reserves in the league as a, as a combination. Ace, yeah. we know, has got huge potential down there. Yeah. Um, and yourself, who come back last year and, and performed admirably. Um, so you two are really one of the stronger reserve parents, we think, in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, having this little time we had at the boot camp, uh, I got to know Ace very well. Obviously, I know his dad uh, extremely well from the years. And he, he's only like 16 years old, so he, he was pretty quiet. But by the end of the two days, me and Bomber had him basically like he was like a 20-odd-year-old. He'd been around having a laugh, you know what I mean? He literally came out of his shell. So you can see we're all clicking so well. I mean, I got on really well with Tom uh, Brennan. He, he's awesome. You know, really good lad. And that Mark Martian as well. 
obviously I had a crack with him and stuff and we've all got stuff in common not just the speedway and Klaus obviously I used to race at Stoke with Klaus so we go way back and like obviously Bomber we were like grass track days so we were just like you know just a, a bit what you call it fine whiskey to the team in it you know what I mean <laughs> yeah definitely and no, we spoke about Glasgow, and we wish you every success with Glasgow and Mildenhall this year. We'll um, we I, I, we'll we'll see today. We're doing our predictions for the National Development League today, so we'll see yeah. where Mildenhall rank in our chances. But Glasgow, yeah. we obviously think will do quite well, and we wish you both, or we wish you well, and both of your teams this season. Yeah, I just want to talk about your career as well. Obviously, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is. Obviously, there was a ten-year gap in your career. Uh, I remember when you first started out with Sheffield, and then you yeah, had stints at Bellevue, uh, Stoke, Peterborough, Eastbourne, Berwick. Years out, didn't I? And then I've had eleven years out, so I've lost like yeah. sixteen years. So, so what was it? So, uh, you you finished with Berwick in twenty twelve, I think it was, and then you obviously yeah. returned last year with Newcastle. Mm-hmm. What what was it that that brought you back? But I, ne- I never wanted to, to finish, really. You know what I mean? I've always been... Well, I came to Speedway, not not intentionally. Um, new track, uh, they was my sponsor for the grass track. And then foot and mouth came and they built me a Speedway bag. Have a go. So I had to go. Next thing I was, I was doing Speedway. So it was kind of like, you know, I never really was bothered about it. So when I did do it, I thought, oh, yeah, it's quite, quite easy, really. It's kind of second nature. So then I was only young at the time. Um, obviously my dad had to do everything and take me everywhere. I had a full-time job and obviously it just caused a lot of conflict family-wise and I just thought, you know something, I'll come back when I can drive, you know, when I can do it myself. Um, That didn't happen. I got a job and obviously just didn't think about it too much and forgot. And then I think I did um, Wayne Carter's testimonial, Wayne Carter's farewell or something like that. At Scunthorpe, and then on Benji Compton's bike, and I got the bug back, and then that was it. I came back then and rode for Stoke and that, and like you say, and then Berwick and things. But it's just been one of those where I've never wanted to stop. It's always just been not having the backing and things like that. Um, but this time, obviously, I've started up my own business. Um, I've got the time, I've got the passion um, behind the scenes as well. But the help I've got as well this time round is is just second to none and without them I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that. I don't know if you saw the post uh, by Adam Ellis in this last week. No. Um it it detailed out the costs basically of of to even get started this season. So this isn't everything that happens during the season. Um and I think it was in the range of I want to say sixty five thousand. I can't be a hundred percent sure on the exact figures. But the the prices in Speedway are quite it's quite a dangerous level uh, when you but consider going up. I mean, um, materials are going up, but even I spoke to Sean Wilson. He's like a piston used to be just for example like one hundred and fifty pounds, and now it's gone up to like nearly two hundred pounds. And then the, the delivery and the the postage, everything's gone up. So even Sean said it feels awful charging people this extra bit of money, but it has to be done, and that's why it is so hard. I mean, I've tried not to spend so much this year I'm going off the subject and things but I've not got new bikes I've got a new engine that a sponsor got me um, uh, AJF plant hire and things but even so I've still spent like best part of five grand and I've not even bought an engine or anything like that it's just bits you know yeah but 
like it's interesting. Well, I mean, it was good that you came back um, and and you you come back into the sport last year. And did you did you find it particularly tough? Was there a lot of changes last year when you came back for Newcastle in the sport itself? Really? Yeah. Well, the tracks had changed. Obviously, um, I remember when I had some proper dirt on the track. You know, when when you used to be able to leg trail and things. Um, but the main thing is the engines have changed. The silences have changed. I mean. I were going to the start and not clearing the uh, the exhaust, you know, because fumes get backed up because of that spacer. So I were literally going to the start, not clearing it out and not making starts. And then obviously I had some help from various people like uh, Tony Stark, Paul Stark and Sean, obviously, and um, kind of got to grips with it and then took that down to um, Plymouth and made some good gates and scored some big points. Then the season finished, I was like, all oh, right, good. So... Before, I, I would never do a practice or do anything if I wasn't racing. But this year, I've been practicing, doing other things. And, and just I just want to get back on the bike. And like you said, today was, was the first time. And I was gutted, obviously, for Stuart as well, that it wasn't on. And then, obviously, you had some more experience in the National Development League. And I suppose you, you, move, you move into the start of this season obviously, with a little bit of more experience behind you into a better position than when you started last season? Oh, yeah. I mean, I came... So, I came back to Newcastle, but the year before that, I was speaking to Dave Tatton, bless him, when he was alive, because he was with uh, Rob Grant. And I nearly did a deal, like 95% nearly did a deal, but because I couldn't give the 100%, I didn't want to mess anybody about. So, I pulled out, and then they came back to me the next year, and obviously, I did the deal. But it was honestly just... Just coming back, I, I hadn't even sat on a speedway bike for 11 years, never mind riding one. So press and practice day was was my first, first I ever go on a bike for 11 years. Yeah, and so I suppose, there's, and obviously, as you said, there's a lot changed and uh, it was a lot to get used to, but you entertained the fans again last year and I'm sure you're going to go into this season and entertain the fans again. You've always been a crowd pleaser, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean it's not not intensely. I, I just I just want to ride. I've got the will to ride, and it, it's all about the spectators don't want to see somebody in last and just giving up. I mean, you know, back in the day, I never med starts. This year, I'm I'm definitely 100 percent going to med starts because that's what I've been practicing on. But but the the spectators want to see somebody who's trying the hardest, even if they still come fourth. They want them to see they've tried right to that you know bitter end. And that's, I've just been brought up to, you never stop until you cross the line. And that is a really refreshing attitude and something that I think we all admire. And I think in, in that perspective, we, we we wish you all the best for this season. Um, as you've been on the show now, we'll keep an eye on your scores moving forward this season. Not that we wouldn't have done anyway, but we <laughs> I, I know we, we spoke about you last season returning to the sport. Right. We, we were keeping an eye on Newcastle. So we'll keep an eye on, on all the goings on at Glasgow and Mildenhall. But thank you for coming on to the show to talk to us this evening. Yeah. Oh, I think what we're going to do now is is our, our quiz, which is yeah. the podcast versus the world. So, Lee, you're going to be um, taking on the world uh, this... Well, you'll be taking on me this evening. I'll be representing right. the podcast. Um, we currently lead 3-1, do we, boys, I believe? I think. Let's just Not say yes. I, I, yeah. I want to say yes, even though I think Kane did his best to ruin that last week. But three one, three one. Right. Do we get so the, pre- <laughs> the pressure's on you this week, Lee? Right. No worries. 
Just so th- thank you for it's just a bit thank you for agreeing to do this. It is exactly that. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah, I know fun. Kane's Kane's come up with a question, so it's not going to be difficult. Yeah, Calm down. You haven't won it yet. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's oh. plenty of answers. So you know, and no. I've tried to make it as fair as possible. Um so obviously Nathan, you're a premiership fan, Kings Lynn. And Lee, you were you're in the championship and the National League. So yeah. this spans over all three leagues from last season. And the question is, riders who have been in a heat at least one heat fifteen can be from any league. And since you're the guest, Lee, you can go first. So I'll just say a rider. Yeah, anyone that's been in Heat 15 in 2022. Oh, Bomber Harris. Sorry? Bomber Harris? Yep, yep, Chris Harris is on there. Not much um, of a surprise. God, I don't want to get this wrong early. I'm going to go with, I'm going to just go with my club that I can remember. I'm going to go with Josh Pickering. Josh Pickering is on there. Is it me? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, we'll go back to you. Did you get that? No, sorry. What? I thought it's Sam Masters. Sam Masters. Yep, Sam Masters is on there. Do you know what? I damn go for my club anymore. <laughs> oh, oh uh, um, Jason Doyle. Now you will be surprised. Here. Jason Doyle is on there. Now, yeah, I thought you might have expected that one. He's only been in sixteen <laughs> of them. Uh, Richard Larson. Richard Larson. Yep, he is on there. Um, do you know what I've forgotten to do? Is write down these answers. I can give oh, you. Oh, rookie error! That is. I don't know if I want error. to, but I could. I'm, I'm going to go Max Frick. Max Frick. Frick is on there. You'll be pleased to know. Uh, Benjamin Basso. I would be very surprised if he isn't. He is. I've missed an answer off here as well. You'll be alright. Um, Probably. Jack Holder. Jack Holder. Now, you're not going to believe this. He is. He is on there. <laughs> um... I'll go with. Uh, is it Chris Kerr? Is it Kerr? Lewis Kerr. Lewis Kerr. That's it. Oh, no. it was it Chris yeah. Kerr? Lewis Ten Kerr. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis Kerr is on there. Yeah. And then, um, Brady Kurtz. He is on there. Brady Kurtz, thirteen. So it can be in, in the lower league as well. Yeah, any three leagues from 2022. So he could be here for quite a while. Uh, yeah. yeah there's, there's quite a few. Yeah, Lee Complin. Lee Complin is on there. He was in there. How did you know? Um, I know him. Ah. Oh, wait. Um, Alfie Botel. You're not going to believe this. Friend of the show, Alfie Botel. Alfie Botel. He is on there. We'll have Leon Flint. Leon Flint. Yep. Matty Zager. I can't believe you said that. He's on there. Um, 
what's his name now? The American who used to write for Beric. Oh, no. It's going to be a, a bad one, isn't it? What about, um, I'll change my mind, about uh, Piper, Theo? Theo Piper. I've got some bad news. Theo Piper is not on there. Good. Yeah. Oh, come on. Ricky Wells. I'll just... That's the one it. You were thinking of. He, yeah. uh, he is on there. Mm. He had, I've lost it, but he had a few, I believe. Yeah, I just couldn't remember his name. My okay. bad. It's a lot harder when you're doing the when you're doing it live and listening yeah. back. Exactly. But yeah, oh, um, so it got win. to it got to the point I literally couldn't even remember a Kings Lynn ride we had been in Heat 15. I didn't even think of Richard Lawson. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to you now. Obviously, the Danny King, Warrell brothers, Cook yeah. brothers. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. You're my bad. Soon. I turned the every Kings Lynn ride was in Heat 15. <laughs> sorry, I- Iverson. Yeah. Sorry, Iverson. Sorry, Iverson. I bet Clint was in it as well, wasn't he? Uh, then the Nickel. So. Yeah. Yeah, Nichols, Bachelor. Bachelor. That's what I mean. We should have had... Um, There's uh, four... some, some real wild cards in there as well. Jason Edwards. Lasse Fredrickson. Yeah. Ben Barker. Friend of the show, Ty Proctor, was in Heat 15. James Shane. Was he? Yeah. Ben Cook had one. Won it. Uh, but yeah, there's... Possibly too many answers, but hey. Yeah. I was surprised you went with all three leagues there, to be fair. That was. Uh, well, I, I panicked, really. Raw, <laughs> yeah. I would have gone with two. That's big answers there. I'll it's take okay. it, though, because I've won. thing is, he did that to help me out, and I still failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You've got a chance of redemption, because uh, Rob's got a. Who am I? Oh, Rob's got, one Rob's got something else. Well, I, did, I, I get it right. I did say the American from Berwick, but I just didn't say the answer. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Focus on this one now. On to the next one. Go for it. Okay. Uh, I assume we'll, we'll move straight into the Who Am I? So, uh, Lee, we'll start with you. But I've got a Who Am I for you, and there's a Who Am I for Nathan, as Nathan's doing both, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. 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 We'll go with that. Go for it. So, uh, I'm going to give you three uh, clues as to who the rider is, and you just need to guess who it is. Um, if you can have a guess after each clue... And then that'll be the number of rough. That'll be the number of points you get, assuming you get it by the end. Although I'd be shocked if if no, this is not put pressure on, but I'd be surprised if you don't get it by the last one. All right. Oh, okay, no pressure. <laughs> okay, um, so we'll kick off with uh, you, Lee. So um, clue number one: I'm a British rider who has raced at all three levels of British Speedway, and I made appearances for Wolves, Peterborough, and Eastbourne during the 2009 Elite League season. Yeah, I'll go to the next one. <laughs> Want to take a wild stab? I wouldn't have a clue. Okay. Um, next clue. It started in 2001 with the Sheffield Tigers in the Premier League, and prior to 2023, I've represented 10 British clubs, according what, to Wikipedia. What year was that, sorry? 2001. Uh, it started with Sheffield? They did indeed. And repeat the question again that you said about so the, the, second, the first one. Yeah, no, the second one you just said. That. Oh, the second one. So my career started in 2001 with the Sheffield Tigers. Yeah. And before this season, I've represented 10 British clubs. Or at least that's what I found on Wikipedia anyway. Uh, no, I'm going to have to go for the last one. 
Okay. Um, no worries. Uh, and then number three, I had a nearly uh, 10-year break from the sport during my career, eventually returning for new- to race for the Newcastle Diamonds. Some <laughs> would say I'm a friend of the show. Uh, Lee Complin? Yeah, it is Lee Complin, yeah. <laughs> So we thought we'd have a bit of uh, we thought we'd have a bit of fun with that. What did you spawn one? Sorry, what did you say about the Eastbourne? So uh, from what I could see, it was the uh, I had appear- made appearances for Wolves, Peterborough, and Eastbourne during the 09 Elite League season, according no, to one what I found. Spawn, anyway. no. Is it not Eastbourne? No, no. Oh, okay, just Wolves and Peterborough Wik- then. But if you ignore Wikipedia, the- have ruined us there. Wikipedia have ruined us there. But- no, it's fine. It makes me look better. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, you've picked up. Yeah, you've picked. You've picked up a point there. So, um, assuming Nathan gets everything wrong here, so which is highly likely, it's possible actually. Um, so, Nathan, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go for it. Okay, I am the younger brother of a Polish rider called Slavomir, and started my career with Ravic in 2010. Maxim Drabic. It's not Maxim Drabic. It is. No. Who's it then? Sorry, you can't, you can't carry on if you've guessed. That's it. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I can tell you it's not Maxim Dravic, but I probably shouldn't have said that. But anyway, we'll carry on. Just Number repeat two. The first question again. Sorry, just repeat that. I got I'm, all excited then because I thought I'm, I knew the answer. I'm from the younger brother. <laughs> yeah, you said that Maxim was Dravic. real gusto. That uh, I'm the younger brother of a Polish rider called Slavomir and started my career with Ravic in 2010. I think 2010 would be too early for Maxim Dravic anyway, but. Yeah, it is a little bit. I got excited there by name. <laughs> yeah, you thought brother one. Polish, he's gone straight with Dravic. Um, number two, I raced for three British clubs in my career, and as of this year, I've raced for nine Polish clubs. Three British, nine Polish clubs. And he's the younger brother of Slavomir. He is a younger brother of Slavomir. Obviously, if I give you the surname, you're going to get it. So if that means they've got the same surname. Three British clubs. Nine Polish. No, go on. I don't know. Okay. And uh, number three, uh, I've won the SGB Premiership twice, both for the same club. Silence. So I, th- I thought. I thought you. Were, I thought you were getting it there. This one. I'm guessing that's got to be Swindon. Twice with the same club, or is it? No. <clears throat> I honestly don't know the answer, but I'm going to go with... Three... He's rode for three British clubs, you said, didn't he? Three, three British clubs, yeah. I'm going to go with Tobias Musilak. Oh, you saved yourself for the point there. It is Tobias Mugilak, yes. I didn't know. I did. That was when I said earlier. I had no idea the guy had a brother. No, I, I didn't. That. That's what, that is he, what swung me a little bit. He didn't ride for very long. There was a second buzzer for the answer, and he went four seconds, so he's kind of not got it in time. I, I would agree. I <laughs> think, yeah. um, that I was think too much I, thinking time. I think we give him a blob for that. Quiz now. Nah, I think you're <laughs> in that. <laughs> I have got Wikipedia open. Yeah, I knew it. Oh, <laughs> it's just but it is still on Lee Compton. <laughs> He's just typing the clues into Google, isn't he? 
You'd have heard yeah. me tapping. I'm not light fingered, I'll be honest with you. You'd have heard me tapping. <laughs> um, so that, well, that puts us five two ahead in the quiz at the moment. So an extra point. We'll see. Uh, that'll be you next week, Rob, taking on the guest when we oh, return. Joy. Um, Rob, have you got um, one more thing before you go, Lee? I think we've got a quick fire 10 questions for you. This isn't anywhere near as hard as answering these questions, but um, just the first thing that, that comes to your head. He's sure you want me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this, these honestly won't be difficult. These are, it's, these are more... It's more of a getting to know Lee Complin. So, yeah, yeah, it's like a getting to know Lee Complin quick can fire 10. Ed, I don't think you'd ask me these questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so number one, your what's your favourite track? Pass. Oh, um, and <laughs> <laughs> um, what now or present? Uh, pre- past or present? Where, whenever you like, now or present, or both. Uh, I just said um, Sheffield because that's the Gary said benefit final. Okay, uh, sport. If you weren't doing speedway. Uh, football, because he used to be a footballer. Oh, nice. Uh, your favourite moment in Speedway so far? Gary said benefit final. Perfect. Uh, three favourite things about Speedway? Um, the fans, um, the smell, and the um, the the buzz, you know, the, um, the adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number five, if applicable here um what which club did you support before you started riding or do you um i didn't because i didn't like speedway <clears throat> oh right okay fair enough yeah, like i say i only um got involved with speedway because i put a mouth which stopped the grass track so like i said i always told people i'll never be a speeder rider ever and the next thing i'm a speeder rider <laughs> uh number six uh your the two your two least favorite things about the sport um not enough backing and um, not enough like coverage, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you got any pre-meeting superstitions? Um, I don't believe in all that. No. No. Fair enough. Um, who do you think will be the 2023 world champion? Uh, me, if I'm in it, but I'm, I'm a bit busy on that. And uh, <laughs> um, I would say Bueller. Bold pick. Everybody always picks Smarsley for that. Mm, no, I think he's going to do do a job. Perfect. Um, number nine, your favourite Speedway rider ever, past or present? I've got so many. Um, past will be Sean Wilson and Gary Avlock. Yep. Uh, don't we do a present one? Yeah, go for it. Present one would be Sam Masters. Sound masters, lovely. And the all important question for us three. Um, so, for any reason, you just need to pick one of the three clubs: uh, Workington Comets, Swindon Robins, or Kingsland Stars. Kingsland. Yes. I'm lagging behind in this one. Is that is that Workington and Kingsland so far? It yes. is indeed. Yeah. Oh, no. I think everybody's just forgot we existed at this point. <laughs> <laughs> He's going for the pity points already. Yeah. Here, bro, Kings in a world lie. But yeah, I like Kingsley. Oh, lovely. And, and we love you, Lee. Yeah, thanks, Bob. <laughs> or at least I do. Don't forget, I love you even more, though. No? Don't forget you're my tenor for saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, 
thanks for joining us on the show this evening, uh, Lee, and, and taking part in all the quizzes and, and, and spending your time talking to us. It's been an absolute pleasure. And Honestly. all we can say is um, good luck for the for the rest of this season. Um, we hope everything goes well at Glasgow and Milton Hall and, and you have some trophies to show for it at the end of the season. It would be nice. I mean, obviously, I'll be giving it my all. And obviously, I'm off to do my milk round now to pay for things. You know what I mean? I need to work out hours. That's a joke. No <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks for joining us on the show, Lee, um, and hopefully we'll speak to you again soon. All right. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Cheers. No worries. Thanks very much, Lee. Thanks, Cheers. Lee. Quite funny there. I enjoyed that. Kingsland. Ruined it. I'm, I, I was surprised. I thought he was going working. I don't know why, but I, I thought he was going to Workington. I thought, I, I he, thought he, I was... had a, he had a he had a spell at Kingsland, so I thought he might say Kingsland. I I had a feeling he wasn't going to say Workington because I remember a time. There was an accident with Carl Howarth, and he was involved, and the fans seemed to blame him. So, ah, yeah, but hey, oh, said Kingsland, I'm upset. I'm not. I'm happy. But with he won that. the but quiz. Well with, done, Nathan. With Workington. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on. Um, before we do our National League um, development predictions, we will carry on our conversation with Sam Masters' testimonial because I've got his lineup. Um, we have got Luke Becker, Ryan Douglas, Jason Doyle, John Etheridge, Max Frick, Chris Harris, Freddie Lindgren, Sam Masters, Nick Morris, Scott Nichols, Josh Pickering, Rory Schlein, Justin Sedgman, Jakob Thorsell and Rowan Tungate, plus one more to be confirmed in the lead up to the fixture on um, Sunday. So we wish Sam all the best. I know Sam's um, been a potential to come on the show. I was speaking to him last season, so hopefully we'll be able to get Sam on the show at some point this season. Um, might even speak to him after his testimonial to see how it's all gone. But we wish Sam well um, for this coming weekend and hope it's a fantastic day for him. And hopefully the weather stays nice for him as well. Um, but now what I think we'll do is we will move into our National Development League predictions. Come on. I can hear papers frantically turning in the background. I'm oh, sorry. Me. I've um, got it all on my handy mobile phone. You might have heard I did have it on my phone. And then... Just last week, being, just in time. If I'm being totally honest, I have a feeling my 1 to 8 will be different to everyone else's because I haven't got a clue. I oh, think oh I might cause a few surprises with mine. Wink, oh, wink, okay. Wink, wink. Wish. Interesting. We shall see. We shall go right. We shall start from the bottom again, as we always have. So um, eight to one. Um, who should I come to first? You. Should we? Uh, you want to come to me first? Yes. Because you want to see how far I'm wrong. Right. Okay. Don't so my bottom team this year. <laughs> my bottom team this year. It's not working. So you'll be pleased to know, Cam. Um, at this point, I've gone for Pent, and Pent. I shall explain. Um, Please do. A lot, a lot of people will probably look at the averages and agree, um, and that is half the reason I've gone for Kent. Um, coming in at nearly two and a half points under the limit. I think what struck me with Kent last year is they were saved in heats 13 and 15 with the Morley-Botel partnership or the Morley and Clegg partnership. This season, I with the Morley, Morley's obviously back, Nathan Ablett, um, as good as he can be and he's got that championship experience with Paul now in my opinion he's no Alfie Botel or Max Clegg 
Tom Woolley as the backing at number three. He had a, a reasonably decent season in a, in a tough time at Armadale last year. But I was particularly impressed with Reese Naylor on his return to the sport. One name I will look out for is Joe Alcott coming yeah. in, coming back into the sport after a serious injury with a 4.36 average. I, it's, I just it's, want to quickly add, on his 2022 average, it's almost around double. So, And, and that's why I don't think it's that... Grace. Yeah, it's not that much of a, of a risk for me to bring him back because... He's he's coming in on a four point average, so there's no pressure on him, uh, and it's just how he reacts to the injury that he had last year. Can he repeat that form to get himself back up to an eight? Connor King again um, had had difficulties at the start of the season, uh, had a mid season transfer and performed reasonably well, and Sam Woolley at reserve as well. I, I just see compared to to what the other teams have gotten, I, I wouldn't the team that I've got in seventh aren't that far ahead of them, but they are just above him. So that's why I've got Kent in bottom. Dane, I'll come to you. Um, Give Rob some more thinking time. I, I don't have Kent in bottom. Oh, you don't have to because oh. I have Kent bottom. Oh, okay. So I was quite happy to hear that. Not happy to hear. I've got nothing against Kent. Absolutely buzzing to hear Kent were in last <laughs> Oh, I was jumping around the room. Be followed and by the words, I... as always, he said. Anyway, um, for, for the record, I don't have them in last. Um, would you like to know where they are or who's in last? Better um, go who's in last. I'm yeah, in we'll last. go for your last. I've gone for Bell Workington. Colts. No, oh. no, no. Maybe it was oh, upside Bellevue. down. Oh, oh dear. Uh, Bellevue, no, interesting. I've, okay. um, I've gone Bellevue. Do you want to elaborate? Or? Um, I mean, if, you, if I, I can if you want. I don't... Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Then I suppose I should. And you. before you start, yeah. there better be some reference to Muffin here somewhere. Well, he's in the team. I'll get to him. I'll get to him. Um, right. I think it's a decent top two. Pearson is, and I think will be one of the best in the league. Um, but he lacks experience on a lot of the tracks, I think. Obviously, you'll know Bellevue because it was his home track. Berwick, he's been there before. Edinburgh, he's been there before. But obviously, these only maybe once or twice. Leicester, same thing. Oxford. But then Workington, Mildenhall and Sitting born slash Kent, whatever you want to call it. You might, you know, he might have been there on a practice, but he's not been there in a real competitive sense. I would assume. Could be wrong. Happy to be proven wrong. Um, but yeah, I think that could bite them on the bottom a couple of times. Um, we know Jack Smith. You know he's always going to be really good at home. Sometimes struggles away. Um, I think it's a big season for the. I don't know, we, I was going to say the middle order, but you could really say the, the, the other five. Um, I expect Sam Hagen to do all right. I think he might put a point, at least on his average. But, you know, you look at Hodder, Bowen, Marson and Muff, and you, know, you, you think it's, you know, they could improve, they could get worse, they could do the exact same. And I think there's a lot of inconsistencies in the bottom four. Um, I'm, I'm, I think they'll do really well at home. Um, you know, obviously... Paul and Freddie, they're quite local. Um, Jack is as well. Um, and I think that's what they built on last season. You know, the, re, being really good at home and trying to take the away, away points to get themselves in the top four. Is it top four? Top two? Top four. Top four. Um, yeah. But um, I just think the they don't have the same 
depth, especially for the home matches that they did last year. So I could see them being quite a lot tighter, especially against some some of the clubs you're know, working to Oxford, Leicester, Milton Hall, um, even Edinburgh. You know they don't look bad. Um, but yeah, and I think especially when you go to the tricky tracks like Edinburgh and Milton Hall, you know it's you have you know experienced riders like Pearson, and um, and then obviously your weaker riders when you're going against the home riders they do have the advantage of being stronger at home so I can see that them coming unstuck on the on the road again and I think that's that's going to be something that they need to really work on so um, for that reason for those reasons 8th however I will make clear I think the league will be very very close so mm. I agree with that one I, I do think it will be close it was again it's another league that's quite difficult as as for me, there was a, there was a couple at the bottom, and then the rest were quite close. And there's arguments for absolutely everyone, I think. But Rob, Rob, I'll come to you now for your seventh. Uh, I have Bellevue in seventh, so this is going surprisingly well for me, actually. Um, so far, so good. This is going well so far. I seem to be agreeing with you Remember guys. Remember who's is... in first, boys. Remember who's in first. <clears throat> I I don't have Bellevue in seventh. Oh. Oh, okay. Who have you got in seventh? I'll come to. I just want to come to Kane first to see if he's got Kent in seventh. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So oh, all, yeah, all the uh, the elusiveness. No, they're just one split above what they, you said. So um, good luck, boys. But I think you'll be well, okay. I've I've actually gone for a, a team that generally have quite good success against the odds. To be honest, oh. not so much in the championship, but in the national development league, Berwick. Um, a, a much well, I wouldn't say a much changed team but there's a few different names in there obviously they've lost uh, Carl Bickley uh, he's moved on um, Ace Piper he's moved on as well I, I just with, with Berwick I find Connor Coles has come in in number one um, he's come out of the Leicester team that had the two Thompsons above him so I think he could flourish in that position Greg Blair Another strong backup for him. Luke Krangs, obviously, who had a decent season at Berwick last year. Gone. I mean, Workington have just... I think they've just thrown money at the riders from other clubs that have had decent seasons. <gasps> How dare I'm waiting for, I, I don't actually mean that. I was just waiting for a bite from Kane. But Chomp. <laughs> I think uh, Danny Phillips, again, um, another one who, like Tom Woolley, who had a, a reasonably decent season at Armadale in difficult circumstances last year. I think he's a decent number three. Um, Archie Freeman's moved across from Bellevue, um, who, who put mass, big up on his average last year. And, and Mason Watson at times last year um, was on a similar trajectory to Ace Piper, but didn't, his average doesn't show um, the developments that Ace made. I do sense that he'll struggle moving into being permanent in that main body of the team with Josh, Josh Embleton and Jamie Holder at reserve. Again, Again, you look at their points average, and I, I don't want to base it all on the points average, but nearly two points below the average this season. Um, I don't see them being as strong as they were last year, and that's why I've got them in seventh. Hmm. I'm hoping someone's got them in sixth and you two haven't got them in first. Um, uh, I don't have Berwick in first, if that's what you want. I do have Berwick in sixth. And, and um, I mean, these predictions are going quite well. Yeah, I, I um, I agree with a lot of things that you've said. 
but what puts me, what has me putting them above Kent and Bellevue is I think that their bottom end will be a lot stronger at home than the others will. Um, obviously, you know, Archie and Josh, they're both quite local. Um, Connor Coles is the number one in this league. I don't think he's going to have the same form he had at Leicester, but, you know, he's he's riding, he's doubling up with Berwick, so, you know, double track time, same track, it's always going to do you a world of good. Um, Danny Phillips is a Berwick asset, he's been around a long time. Um, but Mason Watson, I think, is the, the key there. Because um, he was in my fantasy team last season and um, I signed him because I was looking at the averages and I think he had a six-point average or something at home in 2021, which was his first season, I think. So it shows just, you know, Berwick is it's a track you can really have a big home advantage in that league because a lot of them are quite small, obviously excluding Bellevue and now Workington. Um no, I don't think many of them are really. Obviously, Milton Hall has said it's 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 quite fast, but it's, the size isn't that big. So, um, no, Berwick, it's it's its own entity. There's nothing like it. Um, and I think for that reason, it could catch a few people out, and it has in the past. And, but I would agree, losing Kyle Ace and Luke, it's it's a big rebuild. Um, Ace was irreplaceable, I believe. Um. And Kyle is always one of the best in the league. Um, I think it's a bit of a downgrade on Connor, but you know we could be proven wrong. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but yeah, Berwick sixth, sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sixth. Berwick sixth. So I'm hoping that Rob's got Berwick. Don't. No, I think you've said you haven't got Berwick. Who have you got in sixth, Rob? <clears throat> um, I've got Edinburgh in sixth. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. I don't know why. If you just bear with me a minute, I'm going to look at these names and come up with a reason why. Um, Quick, but I've, I mean, if it helps you, if it helps you, I haven't got Barrett. Obviously, I haven't got Barrett in the, in the playoffs, so we're not, we're not, we're not, we're pretty similar. I got them in fifth, or we skipped ahead of it. Oh, you've got Barrett in fifth. Well, I'll, well, I'll go on to talk about the fact that I've got Edinburgh in fifth. Then, yeah, you crack on, mate. You, you crack on. Well, no, I, you, I'm, you carry on with your Barrett. Analysis, unless you want me to crack on with Edinburgh. No, you crack on with Edinburgh, you... mate. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've got more to talk about later. Once we get to like, I've got a set top three, Once and I vaguely know what I'm talking I can about. Rip into them, Lords. Yeah, I, I can. When we get to Workington, I can rip into them, and then I'll, I'll talk I'll... about Edinburgh. I'll talk about Edinburgh then, Rob, and see if you agree with what I'm saying. Why you've got them a place lower? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, 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 Edinburgh just miss out on the playoffs in fifth for me. Um, and it, I did actually have them a place higher at one stage. And then the reason I dropped them down is their bottom three. Um, I've got Bickley and Hook, who I think will be two of the top riders in the league. Spooner comes in from Mildenhall as their number three as it stands. Um, I thought he would have been very unlucky to lose out on a National Development League place this season. And then Adam Roynan on what I would class as a false six-point average. He's much better than that um, and will improve on that average considerably. My concern is is Mickey Simpson, um, number five. Um, a position he had for Leicester last year, swapping between the five and the six. But my real concern is Dale Wood and Kyron Lydon at reserve for Edinburgh. 
Um, Dale Wood is a very unknown source. Um, I don't. I'd, I'm not going to sit here and say I know everything about him. I know very little about Dale Wood, um, other than Ty Woffenden gave him some money the other week. Um, and Kyron Lydon, I've seen a, a couple of times, and I think this is a huge step for him this season. And I think it, it might be a big task for him this season. Do you agree, Rob? <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll agree with that. To be fair, actually, yeah, go on, then. Go in on. fairness... I was thinking similar to you of the two unknowns in their team. Obviously, Carl Bickley is a number one at this level, and as you say, Adam Roynan on quite a on quite a false average. You've got Jacob Hook is obviously going to be racing for both teams, so that's obviously going to be a, a benefit to him racing on uh, uh, Edinburgh multiple times. Um, but yeah, I was going to go with you with the uh, slight unknowns at reserve, really. So I will agree. Why not? Sounds like fun. Um, Sounds like as the question is: Has Kane got Edinburgh at five? Um, I have got them at five, but I, I just want to say that what you've just said there has sold me to putting them at five because they were in fourth. I had Edinburgh in fourth as well. Yeah. Um, I was just you know looking at the other teams that I've got, comparing, and I believe maybe I was focusing a little too much on Armadale and not the other seven tracks in the league. But um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they were fourth. You know, you, Speedway, you know, I mean, they could be... I put Plymouth in first last season, so who knows? Um, yeah, stuff this happens. This is true. I was going to say we'll, a different we'll come... starting with S, but stuff happens. Yeah. We'll come to your four then, Kay. My four? Um, Oxford. Oxford are four. Um, Ooh, interesting. Um, I'm just going to say we have to be really nice about Oxford this week because <laughs> something happened. <laughs> Um, I, should, we, should we bring that up now? I'm, I'm quite happy to bring it up now. Go on then. Go so on then. so we, we had some correspondence from an Oxford fan this week, um, Christopher Lockyer, um, who we know is, is, is a keen listener of the show. And I did say to him um, that we would say some positive things about Oxford and then you go and put them forth. So thanks for that, Kay. Cheers. Um, but <laughs> obviously this is, this is um, this podcast that we produce is, is, a lot of it is very much tongue in cheek. We, 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 Rob will sit here and talk about Oxford in a derogatory manner because he's a Swindon fan. I will talk about Oxford in a derogatory manner because Troy Batchelor used to ride for him. But this is all, this is all for, I is, suppose is that, you could say. Is that why you talk King... about Kings Lynn in a derogatory manner? <laughs> yeah, because it's Kings Lynn. <laughs> Everything that we, I would say 95% that we say on this show is, is, um, is very much tongue in cheek. I, I think it goes without saying that all three of us were delighted that Oxford were back in the league. Rob's uh, Rob losing Swindon. You've got a track that was quite local to you in Oxford, so you can go and watch some speedway. And you've been to Oxford numerous times last season to go and watch some speedway. Kane, you were at Oxford for the pairs last season. I, I met so Rob I at Oxford last season. Yeah, so yeah. you did. It, so it, it's not that we 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 intentionally try and downgrade someone it's 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 just the way that, that us three are wired unfortunately that we we have to we make we try and make light of situations um and try and we, like milton hall we talked openly about track conditions last year but we've come on and been positive about them this year they've made changes for the better we hope and um the same goes for oxford we will never we will never 
knock them for for bringing the the club back into the league again. Um, we will only say positive things about and everything that everyone involved in the club has done to bring Oxford back to the league. So, Chris, I'm sure you're listening. Um, I wouldn't go as far as to say I was. I'll apologise, but. <laughs> It's great to see Oxford back in the lead, but I'm never going to bow down to Troy Batchelor. <laughs> never, never <laughs> give in. <clears throat> no, but in general, I mean, in thank you for the feedback. So the more feedback yes. people give, the feedback is great. Negative or positive, feedback is great. Love Preferably feedback. negative to those two and really positive to me. Yeah, that's all right. Thank you. Yeah, I think I think you were you were absolved from all blame on this one, Kane. I think it was more aimed at me and Rob, to be honest. But he knew it was your fault. It always is. Never me. Always, um, always you. Never me. It's all tongue in cheek. Anyway, I don't have Oxford in four. Few extra clicks, few few laughs. That's all it is. By the way, just for the record, um, Oxford are now in eighth. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I've, just, I've just moved Oxford down from seventh to ninth in the championship as well. I've changed my mind. Birmingham have a far better team. I'm telling you that if Paul had a National League team, they would be bomb. In fact, I'm going to put Oxford ninth in the National Development League in an eight-team league. <laughs> They're a little bit Spursy for me. <laughs> oh right. Anyway, anyway, um, anyway carry on. Carry on. Oxford four. Oxford four. Oxford fourth because um, uh, I just think they maybe lack a little bit of reserve after the averages change. That's that's the key there because Luke Killeen is not a three point rounder. Um, I think the top five is very good, but I also think the teams above them, their top fives are very good as well, and possibly have a better reserve. But we'll get there when we get there. Um, Jenkins will be really good. I think he possibly could be the best in the league, but we'll get to that later. Um, Stormman, you know what you're going to get with Stormman, uh, and then it's. I think that middle order is very exciting. Uh, Henry Atkins and Geordie Scott. I think we could see two big seasons from them. Um, and probably two of the, the best up-and-comers in the National League. Um, it's a very exciting side. And just imagine if they had Bowen in six as well. You know that They may, might be a couple places higher if they did. But, um, yeah, I, I think uh, Clouting... He had a decent season last year. I would say the league's a lot stronger this this season. Um, and I, I believe it's Jacob Fellow's first full year. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's sort of a bit of an unknown entity there. Um, could find the going a bit tough if he's riding at six as well. Obviously, we don't know that for sure. Um, yeah, and obviously, Jordan and Nathan are both... No, Nathan isn't doubling up. Just Jordan's done them up, isn't he? Oh, Luke, 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 and Henry. I'll start that. Henry, again. yeah. There's. Let's just. You doing right there? Yeah. Let's just. just you okay? Pause. Breathe in, out. Right. Okay. Jordan, Henry, and Luke are doubling up with Oxford. Did you know that? Because I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I did. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah. Just. I, did, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all. It's not like it's not colour coordinated on my spreadsheet or anything. No. 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 What spreadsheet? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Thought you might <laughs> um, say that. All that effort I put in. What effort? <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, I think it's a good side. Um, possibly lacking at reserve. We'll see. We'll see. Also, I need to Oxford? put a certain club above them, so I've got to be a bit mean. Do you have Oxford at four, Rob? 
I do I not. I don't need a four. I have got Mildenhall at four. If I don't got... know, where, I don't know if that's gone down well or not, but I've got Mildenhall at four. Well, there are a lot of words coming out from TJ. I didn't catch any of that, but um, on the basis that I think Alfie Botel, assuming that the uh, injury sustained last season isn't too, uh, he's sort of fully over that and he's fully fit. Um, obviously, with Lee Complin, friend of the show, um, I think that's a really good top two. I think George Congreve would do um, better in this league than obviously he did for. For Newcastle, for for whatever reason, Ben Trigger stepped up, so stepped up to the championship. So assuming he goes well there, it could be a bit of a confidence boost here as well. And um, whether you think the track is good or not, they seem to have a decent home advantage. So I'm, I've got them in fourth, but I think there are three teams of, better. Obviously, talking of uh, Lee Complin, um, he's been messaging me since the end of the show, um, saying that we tried to trick him, but he saw through it, and he wants a rematch because he feels robbed. <laughs> He, he's not taken defeat well here. <laughs> Getting back on for a different Who Am I? Yeah, I think we might have to. It's, it's going down well, the Who Am I's. Um, fourth place, I've got, and this might shock you, Leicester. That Last shocked year's me, champion. and it's shocked me a lot. I'm yeah, that's cool. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have... I'm shocked. Okay, I'm going to try and explain this, because this is... I've been looking at the top four and I, I feel like I should put Leicester higher. The two Thompsons for me, uh, two of the best riders in the league, but not the best two. Then you come to their number three and this is where I think it, sorts, it starts to unravel a little bit. Um, is Max Perry ready for that number three position with Tom Spencer? I'm not convinced by that partnership, if that is to be the partnership. One person I am convinced by is Ashton Bowen, who I think will enlarge that average considerably. Vinnie Ford, again, is someone who may increase his average slightly. I'm not 100% sure by that one. Max James is someone I saw at Scunthorpe last weekend who I thought looked very good. And I think, uh, again, he's another one of those that's on a false average. It's, I just think that team is a lot is dependable on the the top two quite a lot. Who I think could probably score you twenty eight points most meetings, to be honest. But that's putting a lot of pressure on everyone else to score points. I think at home they will be okay. I I think I don't think that they'll go unbeaten at home all season. I'll put it. I'll that lay it on the line. Very here. bold. Yeah, I think they'll be beaten at home this season. I've said it. Can't take back the spoken word. Do you, do you think a, a certain Northwest team in blue and white with a big C on the front? Do you think they Edinburgh. might win at Leicester? Oh. Um, I'm not saying anything. I'm oh. just saying I think there's a chance that they will be beaten at home. I'm not right. saying by who. I'm okay. not. I'm not like bigging your team up because you know what's coming. So I'm not going to like make it any better for you. Please. No. Okay. We'll come to Rob now for his number three. He's got big things about the top three, so. Uh, number Huge. three, I've got Workington in number at third. Right, that's the end of the show. Are we <laughs> kicking him off the show? <laughs> we are, yeah, we are. Is it, I, are I'm you kicking mental? right off. Look, I don't really know what I'm talking about when it comes to the National I League. I can tell. But really? Really? I don't want Workington to be top. 
purely because of Kane. You could have put oh, a no second. Per- it's no personal hatred. No, see, I didn't even put you second. This is, this is, it's not even a personal hatred, but for some reason, I've got you lower than a certain other team. And I'm not entirely sure why. Do you know what? I'm actually quite upset. I know. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and back up my point here. And I'm going to shoot you down. It's. I think they. It's not worth it. I think they're going to really bad. I'm not going to. I just think new track, new track. That's that's where I'm going with this. I think. I think you've got a good side. New track. I think you've got a good side, but you have got a brand new track, and that will take some time. Get that will take some time to to get right, and for the riders to get you com- accustomed to it. So I think a, you might have a slightly dodgy start, and that's why you may not finish as high as you guys think you will. Okay, and right. that's what I'm going for here. Um, Very well. Although change course, you I'll have also got. Up. That's how upset you, I am. You obviously we are. We have bigged up Ace Piper quite a bit, and we are assuming that he's going to have a, a very good season like he did in his first season last year. But there is always that possibility. You know, still very, very young. Is he going to be then consistently step up and continue to improve, or is he going to plateau a bit? You don't know because he's so young. So, there. I've said it. Okay. Okay. You've got said it, and I don't third, agree with it. Said you've reasons. said it. I've, <clears throat> I've got Oxford in third. Better, um, much because, better. And I'll be honest with you, I've just changed it this minute, and I've just convinced myself that somebody else is better than Oxford. But I agree. It wasn't working, with, was it? I'm not saying anything at the moment. I don't <sighs> want to spoil it. Jenkins, Stoneman, Atkins, Scott, a really good top four for me. Um, Luke Killeen will average seven to eight this season, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Friend of the show. Look, Luke a, lot of, a lot of bold statements this evening. I make bold statements. Like Casper Zach will average less than eight this season and Kane will owe me 20 quid. Well, no, because the bet is he will average more than Richard Lawson. No, it's not. Yes, Don't it is. start backtracking. No, it's not. You... It's, he'll, you said he'd average over eight. Don't make me go through previous episodes. On what planet... Sorry, did I miss this completely? Because on what planet... Yes. Is Kane on saying that Kasper's we had a bet that Casper's out would average no, over eight? I, I had a bet that he would average more than Richard Lawson because you were like, Oh, no, Lawson's, Lawson's the best do, number one at King's Inn, blah blah blah. And I was like, Well, yeah, but Casper's out. I never said that. I'll find it. You must have been talking to somebody episode. else because I don't remember that at all. I'll find it anyway. This He's isn't they're not even in the anyway. National League, so yeah, anyway, uh, let's leave that for Jacob Clayton's a little bit of an iffy one for me, and Jacob Fellows has already been said is is new to that position, and I he think is a in amongst in in, in amongst the three pointers that are currently there, I think he's one of the weakest. So, and that's not no disrespect to him, but that's why I've got them in third. Very well, Kane, your third, uh, Mildenhall, Workington, no. No, Mildenhall. I've got Mildenhall in third. Um, obviously, you know, we've sort of already gone over Mildenhall. Um, I, I just... had Mildenhall third, by the way. Ah. Well, I've got them third because... Um... Now, this might be a bit strange. I think Oxford might have a better team, but I think Mildenhall have a little bit more of a home advantage. Like Lee said, a lot of riders go there and beat themselves up before it's even started 
And I think that works in their favour. So for that reason, I think that might help them with, with results in tighter matches. And might just sneak them over Oxford in third. Do you know what I like about Melbourne as well? Just the team in general. Is it Lee Complin? No. <laughs> Alfie Bortel? Yes, Lee Complin. It's, it's all of them, to be fair, because I think, other than Botel, he's probably not got a lot of potential to increase that average. All five, all six of them have got potential to increase their averages. I, I think agree. Complin, Trigger, Warren, Congreve... Congreve on a four and a half is... Wow. It isn't a gamble. It's the, it's the same as Joe Alcock. I don't see that as a gamble because I think he's got room to improve on that. I think Butcher finished with Oxford last year really well, and and Richardson. I've I've seen him for probably two bends, if I'm perfectly honest. But I've seen him practice as well, and it, I think he's better than a three point rider. And that's why well, I, I haven't seen him. Sense. So I'm just going to go and say yes. He is. He's got potential. Probably. It's how he comes back from a broken leg as well. I, I hope he's still not sitting in the pits at Pete, uh, Mildenhall. He might I'm be. I'm still waiting in the track for the ambulance to turn up. <laughs> oh. At least he was early for the press and practice. <laughs> so, uh, Rob, we'll come to your second place. Um, I've got Oxford in second. Boring. Um, I like it. Boom. I like it. I'm down. I'm up in Oxford again because you put them above. Um, yeah, I think they've got five. I think they've got Jordan Jenkins, as you said earlier, is probably the best number one in the league. Probably. That's a bold statement, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I I think probably. I'm going to go out there and say he probably is. Um, probably I'm going to say probably a lot because if you just say if you say probably then if somebody says it comes back to you and we're like well I, and said well you said that well I said probably, I said probably. Said probably. Yeah. not guaranteeing it like Nathan does you know you leave yourself open to changing your opinion yeah, you later could on. have said it's probably Maxim Drabic <clears throat> I believe you just in my, I believe in what I say <laughs> yeah anyway um I mean, as you said, uh, not really as you said here. I'm losing my words here. So, yeah, Nathan Stoneman, Henry Atkins, Jacob, uh, sorry, Jody Scott, Luke Colleen. Add that to Jordan Jenkins. Very good top five. Little bit, as you say, little bit with Jacob Fellows, little bit of an unknown. Could do an ace piper and be very, very good. Might not. Um, and then Jacob Clouting is okay. So, on the basis of that big top, I think they've got a good, that, Five, those five. I know it's not their top five because Luke Colleen's going to start a reserve. But obviously, he had that. Um, he did a meeting for the Chargers last year at Bellevue, and he was top. He top scored there. Um, so, or he had a big score. He might not have top score, but he, top, Plymouth, he, I think. he got. Uh, he definitely yeah, it was at Bellevue. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a Plymouth. <clears throat> Are we talking I... about Colleen? Yeah, yeah. It was Plymouth. He would at, Ox- at Bellevue for Wolverhampton in the junior. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Well, I knew yeah. that I knew he'd race. You were there, there right? but you also weren't there. But you would sort of. I knew you were probably right? there. Anyway, on they've got five good riders there, and I think five out of seven is probably as good as it gets, really. So, well, that's I know what teams got seven good riders, and you've put them in third. <sighs> and I'm not Sorry. gonna, I'm not gonna get over that. Yeah, okay. It's time for bed. <laughs> 
Bedtime. <laughs> we might as well just get to number one. He's up. Well, we got. Oh, we are up to Kane's number two, and I'm probably guessing it's not Workington, if I'm honest. Well, would you like to put them in? I've forgotten who it is. Who is it? It's Where Workington. are we, Leicester? I've actually got Workington in second, ladies and gentlemen. Just yeah. joking. They're in first. <laughs> yeah, it's... yeah I, nearly, I nearly said it. That was close. Yeah, a big old E on Spotify for that. <laughs> oh, God. He's winding me up tonight. Oh. Go on, then. Leicester. Leicester. Um, good team. Good, good team. Back out again, boys. Um, but uh, like you said, you know, I think they don't have the same depth that Workington do. I would say they have more home advantage, which could swing in their favour. It's like a loving show on here, isn't it? Huh? It's like a loving. Yeah. They haven't got the depth of Workington. But um, yeah, he talks as if he's talking about Manchester City, isn't it? Oh, they just don't oh. have the depth, you know. They've got world class people all over the, all over <laughs> well, the shop, and they've got I mean, you know, manager. all I'm going to say is, Man City playing blue, working, they're going to ride in blue. So, but hopefully, we're not going to join a Super League because that's uh, no, it's not a football podcast. It's not a football podcast, right? Sorry. Um, Workington are going to finish first because Workington are really good. Nice part, Workington, and I'm from Workington, and they're the best. And we won the treble once, and Leicester are in second because, ha! I hope you blow it in the final. Yeah, Nothing well, it's still I, one I more final with Kingsley. I apologise to all Workington fans, but I hope you crack in the final. Do you understand? Do you understand why when you earlier you said like, oh, it's getting really personal? It's not personal. It is. It is a little bit because he's so irritating, isn't he? <laughs> Can I just say, um, I did actually have Workington in second, but when you put them third, I had to just go for it. Do you know what, Ron? Ever since like he asked my opinion and I said Workington will be like up there, he's like he's just. I think he's just living off my words now. Uh, yeah, I know. We all said they'd be up there. At no point did I say they were going to be top. I although did. I'm two minutes trying ago. to think of reasons for them not to be top, but I've got a you reason why I've got my I've got Leicester top. I've got working. Do you want to talk about working some, some more, Kane, or do you want to, like, well, stop? We, we're sort of pushed for time, so I can do it next week, if you like. I'll, 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 I see, I don't, I, I, like, had this big speech ready for Workington, and I, like, really don't want to and do no, it. No, he's deleted it. Yeah, I just can't be bothered, because Kane's irritated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll stop talking while you do the speech, and I, I okay. won't smile that much. Okay. It's going to just like give him a big head. Look, I've put Workington top. Connor Bailey for me is potentially one of the best riders in the National Development League. Luke Krang has come from Berwick. I don't think he'll finish the season as number two, but he's solid and he'll be a two or a three. The two McGurks, Ace Piper, are absolutely solid in that middle order. The key for me is at reserve is Elliot Kelly and Luke Harrison. Luke Harrison, again, another one like uh, Luke Killeen. Luke Harrison will average, I'm going to say it again, I'm going bold, he'll average over six this season. Easy. Um, Elliot Kelly, he probably won't make the strides of, of Luke Harrison, but there's potential that that someone like Sam McGurk could be at reserve this season. 
and that's a dangerous weapon. And I just think Workington have got power all over. I don't think they necessarily need to be as as big at home, and they won't have that home track advantage. But away from home, I just I just think they're they're solid, and they'll take some beating this season. There, I'm done. I can't say anymore. I can't be bothered. I had to restrain myself two times from joining in. Okay. But I did it. Moving on swiftly. Would yeah. That, that would, concludes the predictions. Yeah, that concludes. Yeah. Thankfully uh, for I've those got, two. I've got Leicester top. I don't know if anybody then, else has. Talk to um, no. No. I wonder who we've got yeah. top. Sorry. Yeah, I, I do wonder. Um, I've got Leicester top for two interesting reasons. Continuity from last season had a good had a good team last season, and I'm right in thinking they've kept five of the same team. Yeah, you you could argue six if Max James he was a number eight last year, wasn't he? So, so they've kept continuity, and then they've probably got yeah Ashton Barrett is obviously we've uh, talked about him a little bit. Um, we all seem to be quite excited by that he looks very very good. Um, and I assume he's going to start at reserve. I would guess. Is uh, just just no. Just he's at number five. He's, got he's a, number five. He's got, five. Is he? Well, I mean, he's fifth in the average. Oh, okay, okay. okay. He's got a four nine five average. So four nine Vinnie five Ford and Max James start at reserve. Uh, the way you've spoken about it, Nathan, I, I'm sort of thinking. He, well, he's going to improve that, and then they've got the continuity from last season of being a very very when good side you, last season. When have you ever listened to me? I don't. When you oh. put Workington top. <laughs> He's on the bandwagon there. God. Um, so I think with that continuity, they've got this, uh, a, a very similar side. They've got Joe Thompson and Dan Thompson again. I thought they were only going to have one. They've got both. Um, I think they will be probably, I'm going to use the word probably, a match for Workington <laughs> and Oxford. You two must have some splinters, I tell you, because you sit on the fence a lot. I said probably. I haven't just gone up now. Nah, I don't know. You know. You've got probably a lot. Just be bold. Be brave. Be bold. Be brave. Be All right, Leicester. Leicester are finishing top. Team, I tell you something. Leicester are finishing top. I'm winning the predictions league again. There we go. There's a bold, There's a couple of bold statements for you. You've got to be bold now. We've got number one in the averages. Um, Kane, we'll come to you first. Oh, number one in the averages. He's not even thinking about it, he's just rushing in. It could be controversial because um, uh, he might not finish the season. Uh, Dan Thompson is the best rider in the league and we'll prove it once again. Uh, And I think if he gets a team in the championship, he could do a a, a Leon Flint and just sort of bin it off for a later schedule. No, it's not Um, Craig Cook, it's Dan Thompson. Yeah, no, I'm filling that in. I was just copying and pasting, thanks. You're welcome. Rob, we'll come to you. Um, I'm not picking a Workington rider. Yes, Honestly, it's, it's genuinely got to the point where I'd rather pick an Oxford rider than a Workington rider. At what oh, stage of my life? We're going to start getting com- I would say we'll get complaints from Workington fans, but there aren't many fans up there, is there? No, they're wrong. <laughs> this is uh, what it's come to. I'm going to go... Because I said earlier that he was the best number one in the league, I'm going to go Jordan Jenkins. You know, long, I can't even bring myself to say this because I have to say something different to Kane because I was going to go Dan Thompson. There's one rider who is averaging higher than him, and you could go for him. 
But there's another rider that averages lower than him that I was bigging up not long ago, and I'm going to bring him up again because I predicted this guy to be under under. I can't remember if I predicted him to be under 19 or under 21 champion last year. It was Connor Bailey. Oh. Oh, you've picked a Workington right? Yeah, now. I know. I just I've been bigging him up for happened. a long time, so I I just like have to do it now. And it really hurts my head to do it, but to be fair, I'm if I'm thinking of the if I'm thinking of the same rider here, now I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I watched him beat Dominic Cabrera around Glasgow at the GP Challenge last year. Connor Bailey, you probably yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. So again, although there you go. Although, to clarify, Dominic Cabrera was absolutely woeful that night. So, well, he's been on the fringes of the GP series, so Connor Bailey could be there soon. There you go. What more reason do you need to go for Conor Bailey other than the fact that right. he's a working rider? Um, Rob, will come to you for the you know what? one-to-one. I'm going to change mine to Alfie Bortel because no. I always picked him and I feel bad. And, you know, Alfie Bortel is going to top the averages. All right, I'll change it. Friend of the show. We, got, we need to get Conor Bailey on the show now. We've almost got a full set of friends of the show. Unless I change mine to Lee Complin. Go on. Uh, Rob, one to watch. Um, I know. Let's just go for Ashton Bowen and hope for the best. Boring. Yeah, I I mentioned him nearly a year ago. So boring. All right. Okay. I I spent a very cold night at King's Inn waiting for him, and we didn't even know if he was there. I knew he was there. It was just cold waiting for him. Who are you going for, then, Kane? Oh no, I've got another Workington rider. Oh, so, okay, oh. mine, mine's not working tonight. Straight away, um, I'm actually going to go for. No, that's boring. I'm going to go for semi friend of the show, sort of half, not really, but basically is Mickey Simpson. I think I think Mixter, as we know him, will uh, have a good year. I think Mickey will do all right. Yeah, I spoke to Mickey last week. He was in good spirits. Yeah, no, I, I think Mickey will have a decent season up at Edinburgh, and it's good to see him have a club because it didn't look like he was going to have one for a while. It's a lot of travelling. To be to be fair, uh, he was offered a contract elsewhere um, during the off season, but he'd already committed to go and ride for Edinburgh. So that's a long old trek up from Boston to um, Edinburgh. So good luck to him. But he enjoys he enjoys driving. He said, "I ain't good him company though because he's mental, absolutely mental." Um, my one to watch is another Workington rider. Actually, it's uh, Luke Harrison. Yeah, boring. That is proper boring because it's nearly as boring as Ashton Barron. To be fair, because they are unbelievable talent. At least I've gone for Mickey. Um, He's also yeah, an unbelievable talent. Actually, now that you say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have to say that because then it sounds really mean if we don't. Well, I don't. It don't. Well, I suppose it does. Someone yeah. better send this to Mickey. Or else, it's a complete waste of time. Uh, yeah, Mickey oh. should be listening. If he doesn't, I'm changing it. I'll ask him if we get any abuse off him. We know he ain't listening. Yeah. Um, that concludes our national league predictions then, and that concludes our predictions for the season. Um, so we'll just um, we'll go through a couple of other bits. We are show, actually we'll... over the limit. Um, I just want yeah, to... we went over last week, so we'll just tell them that we've gone over a little bit. I've got my stopwatch on here, so I know that we're ten minutes over. Five minutes over. Ten minutes over. Oh, okay. oh I don't know anything. 
11. Cover a couple of bits that are going to be on our, our social media this week. Um, we, we're going to enter a, a National Development League and Championship uh, fantasy team this year. Uh, we're still arguing about it. I think we should just do one team. I think we should do them separately because... Absolutely Rob's just, just going to copy us in the National League. We're just, so if we let him do his first, we can we're, laugh at him. We're a single entity. We I, just because we, we are one We're a single entity, but we all didn't put Workington top, so we're not a single entity. We're vote, separate individuals. Do we do it as round the boards or individually? I think round the boards. And I Nathan's going to agree. We're a democracy. Yeah. Go 2v1, then. job done. I'm going to go Luke. solo, Lone Wolf, and I'm going to win. You can enter your own team, but you've got to join in ours as well. Nope. I'm going to I'm make gonna it do, my mission to beat both of you. I'm going to do All what right. most people do when it comes to fantasy teams and pay attention to it for about four weeks. There you go. So, Nathan, you can look after Rob and I'll just do my own. Oh, I'd rather be my own now, thinking about it. But anyway, we we will enter a, a fantasy team this year. Links um, will be in the social of... media of where you can do yours and what ours will yeah. be because we've, we've run out of time again. So, and we haven't actually done that. And, and obviously, I'll, I want to now push our competition as well. So, um, I will put the updated sheet, uh, the updated card onto uh, our social media. But for those that, that haven't seen it yet, um, there is 100 names to pick for card. Those are former or present medalists in the World Championship Series, as well as a few friends of the show on there. Um, I believe we've sold around 40 so far out of the, six, out of the 100. Um, so we've got a little way to go. Uh, we want to get this completed by next Saturday, so obviously I can present the check to Paul Ackroyd at Kings Lynn on Saturday. And also we will be doing a live draw of the winner at the meeting on Saturday as well. Um, I don't want to get accused of cheating by pulling Kane out of the hat or something. So we'll do it live. <laughs> so it's £3 a rider. Um, £150 will go to the Speedway Riders Benevolent Fund, £75 to the winner and £75 to, our, to ourselves. Um, all the payment details are, are on the card itself. So please get in touch. Please support the cause. It's not just for us. It's for the Speedway Riders Benevolent Fund as well. So uh, please take the time to have a look at it and, and choose and donate to a good cause. Um, one final story I want to bring to you, and I think you've probably all seen it now, is um, David Belago's famous fan. Have we seen it this week? I've seen it on the agenda. Oh, is that the first time? That's the first time I'd seen it, to be yeah. fair, when I put it on there. So so all those that might... Um, David Belago is French. Amaric Laporte is is sort of French, sort of Spanish. I don't know. But that's uh, his famous fan. French that... He's French, but he plays for Spain? Yeah, he's... Um, but he's... Uh, obviously, he plays for Manchester City in the Premier League, and he's a good friend of David Belago, and he calls him mental. So, fair play. I think many people would call speedo riders mental, to be fair. I do, in fairness. I mean, you wouldn't yeah. care. I, I, no, I wouldn't get on a bike, but I'll just sit here and talk about it. That's much easier. But that's just just an interesting story that I'd seen this week. And um, we move on to next week um, when the season really does take a hold. Um, I think we've pretty much decided that our meeting of the week next week will be the Oxford's, Oxford and Swindon select meeting. Um, I'm actually um, campaigning against doing this now after unforeseen circumstances of a team that was placed a little bit below what I expected. And and to be honest, I think the lineup at the Steve Worrell testimonial <laughs> is much better. Yeah, but yeah, 
You know, I actually think um, any match that week could possibly be better. But, yeah, I mean, you, uh, this is a democracy, so we'll have to vote on it. So, yeah, unlucky, mean... Rob. Sorry, man. It's all right. You can you can you can claim it's not match of the week, but it, are you? Go- I, I assume you're going to that meeting, Rob. What Steve Royal testimonial? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That's where me and Kane are going. We're using the uh, the competition route to go. So you two, you two are obviously off to Bellevue tomorrow. Have a lovely time at Bellevue. I will be at Kingsley on Saturday, so the season is firmly starting now. Um, so. Anything else to add this week, boys? Rob's wrong. All right, yeah, no worries. That's it. Brilliant. Well, (laughs) thanks for joining us on the show. Um, Hope you enjoy your speedway coming up in the next week. The season is finally starting and we're looking forward to it. So enjoy your speedway. Um, Hopefully it stays dry for everybody. Um, And we'll catch up with you again next week. Thank you, bye. Cheers. Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.